I think happiness is dope. I think it's great. Um, I don't think it says powerful or as strong as like fear or depression as you know as the darker uh, emotions <laughs> oh wow i'm actually using a real mic this time all right <clears throat> hey there and thanks for tuning in every friday to blocks of art the podcast about a kid that talks to other much more talented kids i'm your host kevin galvez and this week We're talking to Gabriel Summer, someone who's got a lot to say about why validation is an inherent part of art, Uh, his time as a runway model in Paris, imagine that, all expenses paid, and uh, why it's important to be honest about your fears. My name's Gabriel, Gabriel Summer, I'm from New York City, I'm from the deceased Upper East, uh, which is like an awful neighborhood to grow up in, but it's slowly getting like more popular and school is that a thing yeah Yeah, so I I go to Hunter College I'm studying computer science which is really interesting Um, it's just a lot of math and relatively stressful but it's cool I think it's I mean it's like in high demand and like there's a lot that you could be doing Mm -hmm. in that field is that why you're doing it because it's a pretty uh, I mean, my parents aren't complaining at all, um, but I don't know. I've always like really thought um, it was. It's. I, th- I think it's a, the smarter move to be studying that than um, going to like some sort of art school and like studying fine arts because it's like yes, those are important like uh, talents to have and like. It's good to know that stuff, but it's not like you're even more lost when you leave an art school than when you uh, get like a very specific degree. So, if you weren't able to find a balance, if it's only art or only computer science, what would you? Um, mm, That's tough. Probably, like, I kind of hate myself for saying this, but probably art over computer science just because um, it's a lot less um, uh, structured, maybe? Or it's like, you you make it your own. And you can do that with computer science as well, but it's still, like, you have to know uh, the basics and you have to know how to do certain things and how to get certain things. You make it sound like risk is a big thing. Like, keep your science more, I guess, stable? De- definitely. Definitely. When did you start, I guess, becoming more aware of that? Uh, probably just, like, going into college and being like, shit, like, I... Um, it definitely is like branched out from a lot of uh, just like guilt, you know, like the guilt that your uh, parents put on you, and then um, you know nothing, nothing secure. I don't know, like what my my job would be after that, and may or may not afford a place for myself or to support myself fully or as much as I want to be. Um, so I think it. It really just, 
I think a lot of my decisions are f- driven around fear. Fear is an interesting motivator. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. What do you think about people that have, I guess, happiness as a mo- motivator? Because really, that I could see that being the argument for why you want to do art, you know? That right. Happy, but. <laughs> um, I think happiness is dope. I think it's great. Um, I just don't think. Mm, I don't think it's as powerful or as strong as like fear, or depression, as you know, as the darker uh, emotions. Um, <laughs> A little, I just want people to like understand that it's like totally normal to be scared and how that shouldn't like put you off or like push you away from doing something and and it's cool it's such a it's such a strong emotion and it's like like I said before it's like very revealing um, and it's fun. It's fun because, like, if you, uh, let's say you, like, you know, like, take some acid or, like, take shrooms or something like that and you have a bad trip, like, that's ideal. Like, that's, that's the best. That's the best part. Because, like, you're, when is the next time you're going to feel that crazy and that uncomfortable? And if you can, like, learn how to maintain your cool in that stressful situation, like, that's great. And that's, like, that says a lot. And you can sort of build on top of that. Like, you can f- figure yourself out more. Obviously, like, you can learn about yourself, like, figuring out what makes you happy also. But, like... If you ask someone like, "What's your biggest fear?" Like, you know, like sharks and heights, and that's cool. Like, I'm scared of, I'm scared of heights too. But like, uh, like, what are you actually afraid of? And really, like, pick someone's brain. But it's a lot. Like, people are a lot more confident, um, and like, much more willing to speak about what makes them happy I guess maybe that makes sense yeah 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 yeah. it definitely seems like a difficult subject to talk about um so I guess we'll just jump into the next question which is what what is it that you're afraid of what am I afraid of (laughs) um ah fuck I think I'm afraid of, uh, as like, as sad as it sounds, I'm definitely afraid of letting certain people down. And I think that's like where these like guilt trips come in, especially uh, from like family members and stuff like that. And then I'm also afraid of being completely forgotten like after death which is such a I think that's such a common fear and it almost sounds stupid like saying that but I don't know I want to I want to be remembered in, in some way 
regardless if it's like um, you know Gabriel Summer like is known for murdering Kim Kardashian like 2017 and that's it and that's if that's what that's I, if that's what my legacy is it's cool um, maybe what would it be maybe we'll get to that point ideally it would be like Gabriel Summer um, <laughs> Renaissance man <laughs> no not at all I don't know I kind of want to like how would, how would you frame your obituary say that I'm not not threatening when I when I talk to them like it's I, I, I enjoy like making other, other people feel comfortable but at the same time it's it's really a lot of fun alienating myself and other people um so I guess I'd, I'd want to be known for, like, making faces on the on the subway and, like, and I guess just, like, the, the work that I'm working on or, like, the projects that I'm working on, obviously. You know, I don't want someone to, like, look at something that, I'm, that I worked on and kind of just, like, be underwhelmed. Because uh, that's sad. I guess that's another fear that I have. From from my studies, what I've noticed is, like, if you're, uh, like, openly talking to yourself or something, or, like, pretending that you're sitting with someone eating lunch when you're clearly sitting alone... Um, that shit is weird because if you act like completely normal um, people start getting uncomfortable because they don't know what's going on they don't know if you're like fucking around or if you're actually um, like if there's something wrong with you or something like that and people I don't know like people's minds are like they get so dull and like so like no one wants to no one like, you have this, like, playful mentality, and then you grow up, and then you're kind of just, like, you lose all this, like, imagination, and it's, it bumps me out, and, like, I guess that's why I, like, kind of quietly act out like that, kind of to remind people, like, it's fine, like, you're, <laughs> you're fine, <laughs> why don't you, like, play catch with yourself, or, like, um... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's stupid, but it's, like, it's entertaining. And I think it's... That's, like... Like, I'm never gonna... I'm never gonna see these people ever again. So what do I have in losing... Or what do I have to lose um, by, like, having this quick little burst and this, like, quick little interaction and then, you know, and then we part ways and then peace out. That's it. 
You mentioned you're looking forward to something in five years. Yeah, or I, I'm just curious, man. Yeah. Like, I plan on living until, like, I'm 112, so... Just, really? Yeah. I feel just, like a lot of people our age... I've talked to a lot of people who want, don't want to be old. Oh, no, old I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I think maybe that's, like, the one thing that I am not fearful of right now. It's just, like, what the future's going to look like. It's like so many things, um, <clears throat> so many things are like in the works, and there's so much to look forward to, and life is great, and you know, like <laughs> elections are coming up, and like it's exciting, man. Like so many new movies. I'm man, for someone, for someone that focuses on <laughs> negative emotions, you're the most positive person regarding the future that I've talked to. Oh yeah, come on, let's go. What like let's. What is there to be afraid of? The uncertainty. <laughs> <laughs> the Not Apple knowing. Watch is gonna no. get so much better. Like, shit is gonna be crazy. <laughs> you know what? When when you put it that way, yeah. Yeah, come on. The be be optimistic. <laughs> There's no reason to be pessimistic about. Um, Yes, there totally is a reason to be pessimistic about the future, but me, me personally, I'm, I'm not feeling that right now. Um, even on my worst days, I'm like, it's okay, man. Like, it's only gonna get better. Like, it's great. Like, you're great. You're. <laughs> I love you. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you're passing on to your younger brother? Oh fuck! Like so much, so many insecurities. Probably. Oh, <laughs> you made it sound like positive, like life lessons, but you know, crippling insecurity. No, no, I think I'm. I think I'm passing on um, a lot of like optimism, but also just like a lot of fear at the same time, because he's still small and he still like looks up to. Um, my parents the way that like every little kid does how old is he he's 12 mm. and like he's grown up in the same environment that like my older brother and I grew up in and which is like still kind of like closed off socially like my parents are like strict and have these rules and stuff like that and um and so he's still like kind of in that mindset where he's like where he feels like everything that my parents do is correct and anything that is causing them trouble is bad, which is not necessarily the case. And I don't know. I'm excited to see him grow up and see like what he's going to be like creatively and uh, like physically I guess or just like what he does with himself cause right now he's definitely the most like academic and like uh, the golden child of the family <laughs> so design music uh, is there something else you've toyed around with creatively um hmm I guess like I've done like some some modeling in the past, which is like 
really funny. I don't know. You're like forced to like, <clears throat> or or like someone has this idea that you look like a certain type of scene or a certain type of like image, and like they want to just like highlight that, or like it's a lot of times it's different for how you actually see yourself. Well, I've I've done runway stuff. I walk runway for um, Saint Laurent, uh, which has been. A ridiculous time because uh, no I have no complaints it's like the easiest money and I'm not trying to do that f- for a living at all because uh, it's, uh, it's so it like it literally drives me crazy like they'll they'll fly me out for like nine days to like Paris or LA like all expenses paid it's dope it's great I love it. I could be like alone in France. It's so cool. Um, however, the people that you're kind of forced to interact with are uh, are ridiculous. They're they're crazy. They're straight up like. They, obviously, there's some there's some sweet like down to earth people, but most of them are just like talking about their Instagram followers, like. Yo, like, have you listened to the new Dive album? Like, do you guys like, um, whatever? Like, have you, did you see the episode of this? And, like, this is so interesting. And, like, look at me. I'm so interesting. And it's like, no. No, you're, you're not. And shut your fucking mouth. And do not show me, do not try to show me your music. Do not try to talk to me. Because I'm... I'm not here to socialize. I'm not here to like. It. Um, I'm not here to make new friends, uh, which is <laughs> maybe that's just like kind of like in a more East Coast mentality because most of the people that I'm around are like from the West Coast, and they're just like so ready to like get high and like talk about skateboarding and and talk about uh oh fuck talk about all this bullshit and just yeah I remember like this one kid like I was like we were outside like listening to me and a a good friend of mine were like outside listening to some I don't know something maybe it was like Juicy J or some shit like that and this fucking kid comes up to me and he's like I love Juicy J listen to this and he like plays some sort of shitty remix and then he was like after 10 seconds he was like I made this (laughs) and I just looked him in the eye and I was like turn that fucking shit off nobody wants to listen to your garbage like straight up nobody asked you to put your own mix on why are you like why are you forcing yourself why do you need this validation like go find it somewhere else um and and that really like I don't know that really like got to him which is kind of what I wanted cause uh being like being like some SoCal stoner like the fuck are you dealing with like, all you got is smiles. Or maybe that's just what it 
feels like. I don't know. I later found out the kid was autistic, but I still don't regret it. It was just like... (laughs) (laughs) He was still being a little shit, like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to censor myself just because someone has this condition. I'm not going to change the way I interact with them. That would be unfair to them. Yeah. Oh, it's... It's a great mix. I love Juicy J too. Thank you so much for playing this beautiful, beautiful remix. It's like, no. (laughs) Also, like, if it was dope, I would give him, like, you know, I would give him credit, but it sucked. I love how you spun that. It would be unfair to not treat him equally. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Come yeah. on. Like, yeah. I was working for, like, this event. Um, it was, like, a, I guess an auction or something like that for this uh, photographer who photographs um, children with disabilities. And... It was like such a great environment to be in because you're well f- first of all there's no there's no museum for um, for the people with disabilities uh, you know you got like a museum of sex but you don't have a museum for uh, like albinism or something like that and <clears throat> and there's uh, so there were, there were all these all these beautiful children with all these uh, conditions, and uh, and there was there was this one lady who um, she like she made me so happy. She was great. I have her business card. Um, let me see what her name is. I forget what it was. Fuck. Yeah, it's uh Jessica De La Rosa, Miss Wheelchair, New York. Uh, yeah, look at this shit. It's great. Um, she was, like, riding around in her, like, electric wheelchair, and she had a little dog. She had a cute little dog. She was wearing, like, a sash and a tiara, and the most, like, positive individual I've ever met. She was just, like, just cracking all these jokes. Like, it, it was so... I don't know, so like, it's so different to see that, and to see everyone like, so happy, and everyone so supportive, when usually it's like, everyone's feeling bad, and like, just like, shedding pity onto these, onto these types of people, and it's like, it's not, it's not the way you should be approaching it, and, uh, and this lady was like, I was talking to her and she was just like I love my chair like it makes my ass look great and like that that she was so good I was like fuck I've never heard anyone say that like dope good shit for like being so positive about the situation that you're in it was cool <laughs> so n- under no condition could you see yourself doing that Modeling? Hell no. (laughs) Hell no. Unless, like, they just keep having me sign contracts for, like, years and years. Like, 
I don't really care. Just perpetually, yeah. Yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll do it. Um, but, nah, like, that's why I'm kind of happy that I'm not, I'm not signed to, like, an agency or anything, because that would be, that'd be fucking hell. These people are such leeches. Um, you think that's inherent to the industry, or just how it is right now? Mm. I think I think that's just the way the industry works definitely yeah especially like I've been like approached by so many different agencies being like sign up with us like let's do this let's work and everything coming out of their mouths is like complete lies like total bullshit like oh like you work for Saint Laurent? Well, I know blah blah blah. Like, we've actually been talking. Ha ha ha. Like, they told me about you. And it's like, actually, no. Actually, like, that is entirely false. And you're just trying to fuck me over in some way. Um, and so many people fall into that trap because they're so. Because they just want to get their dick stroked. Like, they just. They love it. But it's like so poisonous. It's. Uh, Well, you could make the argument, I guess, that other art is also forms of validation. Definitely. Definitely. So I guess where, where is it that you draw the line with that? But I don't want to, like... I don't know. I'm not... I don't want to sound stupid saying that I'm not, like, seeking some sort of validation from, like, a major group of people but I, I really don't think I am. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's interesting, though. What, what kind of... What do you mean by that? Well, I what mean, other validation? So, in my experience, talking to people about this, uh, being creative, uh, a lot of it comes from they want to work through something, it helps them like relax, it's mm-hmm. uh, some sort of relief, catharsis, right, yeah. right. Um, others it's, they like getting that feedback, um, like I know that's a thing with comedians, they like getting that response from people, they like right. actively drawing of course. that attention and that positive feedback from people. Um, obviously the th- therapeutic thing is more personal for the self, yeah. right, um, but I've also heard the argument that art, if you're putting it out there, whether you push the narrative that you don't want a response to some mm-hmm. extent you want some sort of feedback definitely right definitely. so I guess I was just thinking for you what is it that separates that industry which is so very clearly everyone look at me look at this beautiful thing of course uh, versus the art that you make and the feedback that you want for that I kind of like I don't know like people are people are so scared of like dirt and everyone just wants to see like the clean side of things positive side of things and I don't I don't think that's like the honest angle um, you can look at snapchat for example or social media um, you know like you'll look at a video that someone sends you and it's like I'm even I'm eating avocados <laughs> look at me I love my life I'm eating avocados this is so pleasant. 
and then like that's cool like thank you um but that wasn't entertaining at all like the, I didn't get anything out of it um maybe like a a pathetic chuckle or something like that but uh and then you have or at least what I like to do on Snapchat is I really enjoy um kind of like you know like involving people I did this thing where I was like as my story on Snapchat I asked people to send me one second news and no one no one was sending them so I started adding on to my story uh, false thank yous like thank you Samantha for sending me that your tits look great or like thank you Steven you're, you got a great dick and like and then people started sending uh, <laughs> started sending me uh, photos and videos of themselves naked and it was so funny because like the minute that people see that like oh like he's giving out shout outs like I must I need to I need to do this uh, and then some people were sending a little too many, and so I had to tell them to, like, they're not, no longer welcomed. Uh, stuff like that is so much more fun than just, like, look what I'm having for breakfast, or, like, look at my dog. It's the same fucking dog as yesterday. Um, that shit is so much fun. So I guess down to it, do you think validation is ultimately a bad thing? No. I just think that it's when people search for like search uh, really intensely for validation like it, it's just some sort of they're just feeding into some sort of insecurity or some sort of like personal problem or something that they're struggling with like if you need everybody to like you you have some you've got some sort of issue that you're working out mm. yeah definitely definitely that but I, I don't think validation is or like craving validation is the worst thing that you could be craving it's just like you don't you don't need it you literally like do do you I guess just for wrapping up, is there any piece of advice you'd like to give to people? Um, be scared. Be optimistic. Uh, you can't spell uncomfortable without comfortable <laughs> that was a that was a poster that my gym teacher had up in the gym in high school that's good it's a good takeaway from high school gym class yeah. alright well yeah that's all I got thank you so yeah, much of course thank you, yeah. thank you.
Thank you so much for listening in. You know, just take a second to think about what you might actually be afraid of. Uh, that's, I think that's the big takeaway from what Gabe was saying. Um, so see if, see if you want to, you know, if you can, dig around, find out what insecurities you might have, and embrace them, you know? Like you said, don't be afraid of a little dirt on your image. Um, so I think, I think that'll be more productive than doing the whole like on Facebook, share on Twitter, go on iTunes, all that stuff, which I kind of just did anyway. Um, so take care and we'll see you next Friday. Trust me and we will escape from the city.